Grace, mercy, and peace are yours this day from God our Father and from our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Please be seated. Dear brothers and sisters in Christ, I feel like the devil got easier to believe in this year. It's been bad enough that I don't even need to name examples to prove it. You already know all this stuff. Laying out all the stuff that happened this last year really only reminds us how fast things go. Because so much has happened, it feels like some of this stuff had to be in a lot longer ago than it actually was. Time flies when you're having fun. But apparently, unrest and fear and panic will do the trick too. The idea that dark forces are at work doesn't seem like such a stretch anymore, even to a world so steeped in the secular. And Christians know the word which warns us the devil prowls about like a roaring lion, seeking those he might devour, that his wrath is fierce because he knows that his time is short, that he is the enemy, the deceiver, the accuser, the murderer. We know who he is. We know what he's after. Ever since he cajoled Eve into eating the fruit that she coveted, he tipped his hand. The epistle is clear. Just as sin came into the world through one man, and death through sin, so death spread then to all men, because all sinned. The devil wants no one saved. The devil wants God's creation undone. Of all the stuff that nobody agrees on anymore, maybe we can at least agree to stand together and say, the devil's bad. Think we could just be like against the devil together? Maybe. We're against that. Sometimes Christians call it spiritual warfare because we want to fight back. The problem is, since we haven't really found anybody wearing a red suit and carrying a pitchfork, it gets a little bit harder to do. There's no real easy target, and so we got to find something. Spiritual warfare gets easier than when we can find the enemy inside of the pandemic. And even easier still, when we can find the enemy inside of each other. The devil is the one making us hurt. The devil is the one slinging blame that leaves us feeling like we can never do enough to make things right again. And their accusation meets self-justification. And so we paint the other side of every single issue as the evil ones. The world is the problem. We're just trying to help. I'm sure we're on the right side. The problem is then spiritual warfare gets a lot less spiritual. Look around. Only thing we're fighting is each other. The scriptures are clear again. All have sinned. The law always accuses. If you can look at the Ten Commandments and not feel like some kind of sinner or another, you're not really looking at the law or you're not really looking at yourself. The law shows how things are supposed to be, and they're just not that way. That part, real easy to see in 2020. The devil doesn't need to do anything new. He doesn't need any new tricks to point that out. He just holds his pitchfork up, points at God's own law, which already condemns us. It condemns us. Death spread to all men, because all sin. 
See, the danger of spiritual warfare is assuming that you're on God's side because, you know, you're right. And if not innocent, then at least less guilty than the other side. It's easier to talk about spiritual warfare when we find the enemy only inside of each other. But it's a lot harder when the law tells us that the real problems are in ourselves. I am a sinner. The problem is me. It's the devil that would have you think the only enemies are outside of yourself and outside of your walls. In true spiritual warfare, there is no us against them. There is only Jesus for sinners. For again, the epistle says, if while we were enemies of God, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, much more now that we are reconciled, shall we be saved by his life. We were the enemies of God, not the world, not the devil, us. If you want to understand spiritual warfare, don't start with the weird stuff like demon possession and angels warring against dark forces and crying out for your help. Don't look to the world and why everybody else is doing the wrong thing about whatever just got called out on the 2020 bingo card of whores this week. Look to yourself. We were enemies of God. Spiritual warfare was fought against you. It doesn't look like good Christians teaming up with God to pray away the bad people. Listen again. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son, now much more than that, we are reconciled. Shall we be saved by his life? Spiritual warfare looks like that. It looks like the death and resurrection of Jesus for sinners, for me, for you, for all the world. And that, that's finished. Jesus died for you, past tense. Your sins are forgiven right now today. All of the sins of the world were piled up on that cross where Jesus himself paid the price and he's done paying it. He breathed his last. He gave up his spirit. Your sins are forgiven you, all of them. And so are your enemies sins too. Even the ones that are wrong about the stuff that's so important to you. Especially those ones. Now we are reconciled to God by the death of his son. Now, present tense, you are reconciled and so much more so shall you be saved by his life. See, the devil lost that war. It is over. He wants none saved. He wants God's creation undone, but Christ is risen from the dead. Death itself has no more hold over you. Creation arrives itself because God has fixed it. Creation that has been set on this downward spiral ever since the fall has been restored as Christ has undone the wages of sin that is death itself. Christ is risen from the dead, and so sin and death cannot destroy anymore. The law cannot condemn anymore. The devil cannot condemn anymore. Now you are reconciled to God. The war over your spirit is over. Look to that cross and know where the victory lies. Now, the battleground is over your conscience. Think back to Adam and Eve. The devil didn't work damage through plague or war, but in a promise that could never actually bring anybody any comfort. Hey, go eat that fruit over there. You shall be like God. If you just do that, everything will be way better, I promise. Today, Satan makes all the same deceitful and empty promises. He doesn't need new tricks. We just keep falling for the old ones. You can see it 
in the measurements of victory. How even good and devout Christians talk about spiritual warfare. Listen to it. There is no talk of victory before the devil loses and everybody gets along forever now. There is no talk about winning until the devil loses and the vaccine is found and the plague is over and whatever other awful thing that goes wrong next gets fixed too. And in all of the promises to make things better, there's never any comfort, only anxiety that somehow grows even more as the next number gets called out in 2020 bingo. G7, murder hornets. The devil's true fight is not in what's wrong. It's in our mounting unrest, animosity, and fear. The devil's war right now is fought only over your conscience. Because your sins are forgiven. The victory is won. The only place the devil can win at all is pointing you away from that cross and back towards yourself. Back towards what you can do to try and refight a war that Christ has already given you the victory to. The devil's only play is to remind you what you already know deep down. It's more than just, this isn't how it's supposed to be. It's, I'm not how I'm supposed to be. I haven't done enough. And I haven't. I haven't trusted enough. And I haven't. Spiritual warfare is the devil doing everything that he can to take your eye off the cross where Christ has already won for you the victory to make you try and refight a war that's already been won. Because nothing that happens in 2020 can change what happened in 33. Christ was crucified. He is still risen. He is risen from the dead, and death cannot hold you. You are a part of the resurrection now. You literally cannot stay dead. If something comes along to take your life, Christ will raise you back up. That's the promise. You literally wear the crown of life today because he who is crucified is risen from the grave. All of those things are true, but I'm still scared. All of those things are true, but I'm still struggling. I'm still sinning. Even if all the problems in the world went away, I'd still be stuck with me. And this is where the devil fights. But spiritual warfare is not fought in us. It's fought in Christ for us. He fights back against the accusations of the evil one. For while we were still weak, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly, for me, for you, for all. The free gift is not like the trespass. The free gift is not found in the law that accuses and shows what's wrong. It's in the gospel that reconciles enemies. Now you wear the armor of God that would protect you from the darts of the evil one, even as you wear the robes washed clean in the blood of the lamb that lets you finally respond to the accusations of the law, to the war the devil would wage against your conscience. I am nothing more and nothing less than a sinner that Jesus died for. No, I haven't done enough. No, I haven't trusted enough. No, I haven't fought hard enough. You're right, but Jesus has. And he did it for me. And that's enough. And he did it for you. And that's enough. Now there is grace, the free gift given to sinners that would reconcile us to God and so reconcile us even to each other. If you cannot see past the picture the law would paint of your enemies and of yourself, your spiritual warfare is simply this. Receive. 
receive pardon and mercy from Jesus, receive grace and reconciliation where the cross has won it, where the font delivers it, where we eat it and drink it, where we hear it with our ears and so it becomes true because God's word does what it says. Receive forgiveness, life, and salvation that unite us to the victory already won for us when Christ burst from the tomb. This is your spiritual warfare, to receive grace from Jesus that the accusations even of the devil would fall away into nothing. This would unite us to God and so unite us unto each other because we are the enemies that were reconciled to God together. We are the sinners that Jesus died for. We are knit together in his mercy, his life, his victory. We are the baptized. We are brothers and sisters in Christ. Be that. In the name of Jesus, amen. And now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and your minds unto life everlasting. Amen.